Welcome to another Truth Matters episode where we discuss all things truth from a biblical standpoint. I'm your host, Matt Franklin. Hey there, friends, and welcome to episode 15 of Truth Matters Podcast. I hope you're having a great day. And uh, as you know, last week we um, had the incredible opportunity of interviewing Miss Jody Ballinger and uh, getting the chance to hear her amazing testimony. And that was part one of Jody's testimony. And today is part two. And uh, without further ado, Here's part two of Jody's testimony. Okay, so now uh, the guy in the gas station, his name was Jeff. And so that evening, Jeff and his wife, Diana, and their little girl that was 14 months old, she was one month older than Mindy, our daughter, Mm. came over to our house. Now, we didn't have uh, much furniture. And uh, so um, Jeff... And Billy sat in the living room, and then me and me and his wife Diana went to the kitchen. I didn't even have a kitchen table, so we sat on the floor, and she started ministering to me, and I immediately was just get me saved. (laughs) Tell me what I need to do to rededicate my life. Yes, and so she um, she said a prayer. with me to rededicate my life and we started going to church with them Mm. now this is fountain square in indianapolis indiana fountain square is probably maybe uh a mile and a half from inner city indianapolis Mm. so it's just right there at the inner city yeah and so we start uh we start going to their little church Um, that's just right outside of Fountain Square. And when Billy and I went in that church, it felt like a million needles sticking in us. Mm. It was so uncomfortable. (laughs) So, oh my goodness, like we just wanted to turn around and run. Yeah. And about that time, Diana and Jeff that was sitting on the front row turned around (laughs) and waved us in and we're like, Oh man, why did we even come? (laughs) And so every church service, probably for the next, probably four or five times from that time, we started going every Sunday and every Wednesday, Mm -hmm. basically anytime the church doors were open, we were there. And for the first five times at least, Billy would lean over to me and say, we're never coming back again. (laughs) And I would look at him and agree with him. We are never coming back. And then he would, uh, about the day before, he'd 
he would say, okay, well, we'll go ahead and try it again. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, yeah, we'll try it again. But Billy and I would open the Bible and we would try to read scriptures and it made no sense to us, mm-hmm. absolutely no sense at all. And we'd read a paragraph and look at each other and say, did you get anything? Nope. Did you? No. And, but we kept doing it. Yeah. Right. That was the thing. We didn't stop. That's the key. And so, um, so we were uh, in that little church for about six weeks before our trial started. The night before we started trial, I was, um, I was baptized the night before I went to trial. Um, a few days after that, we were found guilty a couple weeks after that. Now, once you're found guilty, like they, they take you to jail. So as soon as we were found guilty in the courtroom, they, uh, they had handcuffs on us. Uh, he went to one jail. I went to another jail. And, uh, two weeks later, uh, I, they took us back because we were married and it was our house and they raided our house. Mm -hmm. So we went through everything together. So our trial date was the same date, the same trial, the same hearings, everything. So for uh, when we went back to sentencing, so here I am in jail thinking, okay, I'm saved. I just read, we just rededicated our lives. Yeah. God's going to get us out of this. Yes. Um, and so we went and uh, the pastor of that little church in Indianapolis, Indiana came and we did not know when we first started going there, but he was an Indianapolis sheriff's, sheriff's deputy. And so we never told him that about this court date because we didn't want him to think that the only reason why we were going to his church is because he could help us. Right. So we never told him at all. So, um, so Jeff ended up telling him, actually the pastor said, where's the young couple that, you know, started coming with you. And he says, well, actually, you know, they're in jail waiting for, uh, sentencing. Mm. So Jeff and that pastor came to our sentencing and we, uh, we were, uh, sentenced to, uh, six years in prison each. Wow. When I left there, like I couldn't even, they had to carry me out of the courtroom because I told myself, nope, God's getting me out of this. Nope. God is getting us out of this. <laughs> Not that easy, huh? You were determined. Not the thing was we weren't, uh, we were not grown enough in the Lord to mm-hmm. realize we could have went back to them and told them the whole truth and God would have gotten us out of that. Yeah. <laughs> God, right. you know, um, but we held to our story that we were innocent and we were not innocent. Mm. Um, and so, um, So we did go. So I went to the Indianapolis women's prison. My husband went to the men's prison. Actually, I think he was in four different prisons. I was in two different prisons. And uh, over that time, Billy became, I mean, like a mighty man of God. Mm. During that time for me, the first year that I was in prison, I was 
going to church. I was reading my Bible, but I had a time limit on God. Yeah. God's going to get me out my one year mark because he's not going to allow me to be away from my child this long. Mm. When that didn't happen, I threw everything aside. I didn't go to church. I didn't read my Bible. Uh, I just let everything down. Thank God Billy did not. And he used that time wisely. And uh, we got out of prison after two years. And when uh, I met my husband again, because after two years, it's... (laughs) It's, That's a long time to be away from like someone. Brand new. <laughs> he was a brand new man of God. I mean, just an absolutely amazing man of God. And he has been that way since we've been out of prison. And we were out of prison. We got out March the 7th, 1991. Mm. And so from that time all the way through till till this day, he has always been a mighty man of God. That's awesome. What he he needed to do for me was, remember, I had stopped even going to church, talking, got anything a year prior. So uh, he, we did start going to church, but uh, I wasn't so willing as he was. Yeah. (laughs) And so he had to give me space. Mm. He had to show me instead of tell me. Oh, yeah. At first, he was like, no, you're, no, we need to go and we need to do this. Well, for someone that that's not their way of life, you really need to give them space. Yes. And that's what he eventually got to where he gave me space. And then I could see Jesus through him, and I wanted the same for me. So it was probably a good... uh, Now, mind you, I'm still going to church, just not as much as he is. Right. But it took me probably a good year to really go, no, this is what I want, and I do want this. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. For myself. But I was seeing Jesus through him. It mm-hmm. wasn't what he or anyone else was telling me. I had to see Jesus through his actions, yes. and I did, and I wanted that, and I wanted that for for all of us because I wanted that for our family. Um, about 11 months after we got out of prison, uh, we had our son, Jared, and, um, and, and God has truly changed our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, And it was all because one man in a gas station (laughs) said, can me and my wife come to your house tonight? Wow. Wow. Changed our whole lives. The hands and feet of Jesus. That's it. Yes. Diana, me and his wife are best friends till this day. Wow. That (laughs) is so awesome. God is so good. That is amazing. So all the milestones in somebody's life that, you know, that you can look back on Mm -hmm. a sixth grade graduation. I was in juvenile eighth grade graduation. I was in reform school, 12th grade graduation. When I should have been walking down the aisle, getting my diploma, I was already serving a six year prison term at the Indiana women's prison. Uh, 18, uh, my 18th birthday. Um, I was, Waiting for my trial, my 21st birthday, I was 
serving time in prison. So all those important milestones that, you know, people look to, I never had not one good one. <laughs> wow. You didn't not even have a childhood, one. really. No. You know. No. No. But now, after, after um, meeting Jesus, having him as my personal Savior, having him come into our lives and completely change everything, now our children are grown, they love Jesus, mm. and they're raising their children to go to church and love Jesus. And I'm just like, wow, I wish that some, you know, something, uh, and my mom, before she passed away, which um, right after we got out of prison, uh, we went to her house and she started going to a little church. She got baptized. But my mom, um, from from living a really, rough life mm-hmm. she passed away when she was 51 oh man and so i was 23 when she passed away and um but she did she did know jesus before she left this earth thank you jesus thank you lord yes. that that's yes. amazing yes. because my life was crazy um but the title of my book is Beautifully Unbroken, The Prostitute's Daughter. In that book, the first chapter goes through how she became a prostitute. You don't just go one day, oh, I think it's a great idea no. to be a prostitute. There's many, many things that happened to her throughout her life. Yeah. And she felt that that was her only choice at that time. And so that in my chapter one starts off with her. Um, and then, uh, and then the book goes through my life and then me and Billy's life. And then, uh, we, uh, right after we, uh, got out of prison within a year of getting out of prison, Billy was ministering in, uh, in nursing homes Mm -hmm. And then uh, we started ministry. We uh, became pastors of an inner city church in Indianapolis. Uh, we were pastors there for two years. And then uh, we went in, our Billy went into full-time prison ministry. Mm. And, uh, and then we started doing school assemblies and letting, uh, telling uh, teenagers, middle schoolers and high schoolers are story. Yeah. And to say, you know, you at any time, you can decide today to make different choices and completely change your life. Yeah. All it takes is that next, that next decision to be good. And you keep doing that over and over and you keep walking forward. Mm-hmm. And sometimes there's a few steps backwards, but you still keep walking forward, you know, and, um, and that is God, God's story. My story is that, you know, someone introduced us to Jesus. That's so awesome. Wow. That is amazing. And one thing that, that just sticks out to me about both yours and Billy's story is just the faithfulness of God just through yes. your entire life, even in the, yes. the dark times. who I've got cold chills. The dark times and the good times. Just the hand yeah. of God has been over both of your all's lives from, from the beginning. 
And I mean, at any point in those years, you both could have gotten killed. You could have overdosed and died. But the hand of God was over your all's life and still is. And that just shows the faithfulness of God is is so amazing. Yes. And uh, there's uh, a story that I, uh, my life could, like you said, my life could have been so different. Um, when I was on the run, um, me and, uh, from the children's home, me and a friend of mine lived with a prostitute and, um, when we were living in my book goes through the story, but so many choices, um, people try to talk you into things. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, my mother, uh, when I came back from a uh, white reform school before, and, and this was before Billy uh, had gotten out, she tried to talk me into becoming a prostitute to bring mm. money into the house. Wow. And so at 16 years old, I'm, you know, I'm being told this would really help us if you would do this. Man. Yes. And so I, I'm just so thankful that I'm just, I'm like, I don't know who it is. One day I'm going to find out. Somebody was praying for me. Oh my goodness. Yes. <laughs> for sure. All those situations. Yes. Right. And, yes. And I just love that you and Billy um, have just used your past to do so much good. And it reminds me of the scripture and even the song that says, what the enemy meant for evil, God will turn it for good. And, you know, the enemy had a plan for you, but God's, oh, sure but God's yeah. plan prevailed. Exactly. Oh, man, that is so yes. awesome. Um, you know, it doesn't really matter how you were raised. It really matters what you do with that. Because, you know, you, you see some people who are uh, raised in, a, in a, a bad home and, and they have had a dark past like you and Billy. And, uh, you know, they let that define their future. And yeah. they say, well, you know, uh, life's dealt me a bad hand, so I'm going to live life how I want. Yeah. But then you have those who have uh, been in a rough home like me and you, and they yeah. choose uh, to say, I'm not going to let my family live that way. I'm not going to be that parent. I'm not going to be that person who uh, uh, treats my children like that. I'm, I'm going to... I'm going to have a good future. I'm going to yeah. do well for myself. So it's really a mindset thing. You know, you yeah. have to, you chose in your mind, okay, when, when you were at the courthouse, I, I'm better. going, this is my faith. I'm going to trust in God. Yeah. And at that moment when you did, I believe God was on the move. Yeah. You know? Amen. So. Amen. Yes. Awesome. Yes. So, I completely agree. Yeah. So what, what now you, you told us just a little bit about what God's doing right now. You, you wrote a book, um, is a best-selling book on Amazon, and uh, you know what are you doing right now, you and Billy, in your ministry? Okay, so um, Billy, um, when uh, this uh, coronavirus came out, Billy was on Winter Jam, mm-hmm. um, and we were uh, we still had eleven shows, eleven arenas to do, and uh, and then it was shut down, and it was shut down in Louisville, Kentucky. That's your state, right? Yeah, that's us. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Don't hold it and against us. We it. still love you. Oh, we were so looking forward yeah. to doing that Louisville show. That's a big place. But, yes, it is. We love Louisville. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, what we're doing is we are concentrating on um, 
on just lining everything up. Billy has been in the studios uh, basically almost all summer. Mm -hmm. Um, He has five brand new songs um, that um, you will, um, that are being pushed to at least one of the songs is being pushed to the radio. So I'm believing that it will be on the radio by the time this is done. So maybe you can say that. And, um, and then uh, just really lining ourselves up for, um, you know, we still um, have school assemblies that mm. were uh, that have been postponed uh, because of the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Um, once the schools open back up to school assemblies, which we don't know when that will be, um, we, you know, just lining ourselves up. I know that he will be doing festivals mm-hmm. uh, this year. And uh, really women's events and things like that, uh, church services that we uh, we both um, will be doing this year. Yeah. And um, we're just we're, wherever that door opens, uh, you know, we want to walk through that door. Yes. Um, I know that I, um, I when I was writing my book, I really knew that I really wanted to get these books in the hands of uh, men and women in prison. Yeah. And um, I, uh, about two months ago, a man um, came forward and purchased a whole case of books to go to the women's prison here in Indianapolis. And um, so I'm believing uh, that I will uh, be able. um, Oh, yes. And a whole case also went to a men's prison in Missouri. And so just to get my book um, into prisons, jails, um, uh, detention centers, children's homes, places like that where people can see yes even though this is what you came from you can change it Absolutely. you can change it. and so i have a desire to do that and um and and just this is one of the books um that the picture on the front people that are in that situation will um actually not look at the um the the cover of my book and go, Oh, that's a Christian book. Right. I deliberately made it look like something that I would have picked up when I was in any, uh, you know, children's home, juvenile prison. I wanted to make sure that it was attractive to someone that would, would be going through that situation right now. So, uh, you know, it, there is no pretty design on the front. It is a picture um, of a girl um, that is about 10 years old and, mm. you know, the distress and everything. And then it's beautifully unbroken, the prostitute's daughter. Yeah. It was really important to me that uh, you, we as Christians can have those on hand Absolutely. in our vehicles. And if we saw someone... And God said, give them, give it, that book's meant for them. Mm -hmm. And I encourage people that when they purchase a book, read it and pass it on. Oh, yeah. Because give them hope. I have had so many testimonies of people that have passed it on 
to people that are in that situation right now. And I've, te- I've had uh, testimonies that it has changed their lives. That's so awesome. Um, I was able to, uh, hand out some books at, uh, we were in Wisconsin. Um, it seems like every year, um, Billy will minister, um, to, um, at an Indian reservation in Wisconsin and just right outside of that Indian reservation in October, there is a halfway house. And so I, uh, someone told me about it and I'm like, I want to go there. So I went in and spoke. There was nine women there. Uh, Seven of those women were uh, Indians from that Indian reservation. And, uh, but they were all um, like transitional, like uh, coming out of prison or have been on drugs and needed a place to go. Mm. And they were allowed to take their, uh, their children there as well. And so I got to stand in front of those nine women and tell them my story and then hand them a book. And I'm telling you that evening, there was so many tears and (laughs) them telling me their stories. And they're like, my story matches your story. So many of them. And then uh, we were ministering at a church, not very far from there that following Sunday. And, you know, they all came and they all came forward at the end of the service. And I was just like, oh, my gosh, so blown away. And um, now listen to this. The the lady that is their house parent, if you um, uh, she's the lady that is always there uh, making sure that everything's going right. She is an 80 year old woman that has been in prison, has a story. And now she is over this transitional housing for these women at 80 years old. That's awesome. She's still doing her ministry. Is that not God? That is amazing. I want to meet this woman. Yeah. Oh, she is amazing. Matter of fact, you know what? I can send you her phone number. That's a great idea. Write that down, babe. Oh, my word. That would be Uh, amazing. Oh, she has a testimony, and yet here, after all this time, she gets out, and at 80 years old, now she's helping other women and their children. Oh, wow. I'm telling you, it was just so powerful, um, and that's one thing for Billy. Billy always talks about everyone is praying for the younger people. Mm-hmm. Why yes. are it, Why is no one praying for the older people? Right. Yes. And here is an older woman that is 80 years old doing God's work. Yes. Well, well, I mean, how powerful is that's, that? You're, you're never too old. Um, no. You know, wasn't it Caleb that said, give me this mountain? And he yeah. was uh, in his 80s. Yeah. And, uh, yes. you know, he, he said, I'm just as strong today as I was when I was in my 20s, 30s, 40s. That's, you know, but that's the yeah. mindset we've got to have. Yeah. I think some people, just like Billy said last week, uh, some people just... They kind of think, well, I'm I'm washed up. I'm I'm too old. I'm just going to let the young people do it. But you know, you still have something to offer. Absolutely. If you're if you're an older person, you're listening to this episode. You still have something to offer. Absolutely. God didn't give you all that wisdom and anointing and experience just to sit on it. Yes. But um, yeah. just like you did and you're doing right now, you and Billy, you're sharing what God has given you. That's Amen. what we're called to do. Yeah. 
Yeah. I, I just, yep. I have to read this scripture because it's been on my heart for days and it goes perfectly. <laughs> Philippians 1 and 6, being confident of this very thing that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. So there's no cutoff date. There's That's no right. expiration date. Until the day of I Jesus Christ. It. Yes. That is, if, if Jesus comes before you die or if you if you go on up to heaven, yep. that's the day of Jesus Christ. Yes. You know, Ooh, uh, he's going to finish job. it until you, <laughs> it's time for you to go home. That's and it. and yeah. notice he said he will do it. Yeah. I mean, there is work on our part, but he said that he started the work. Yeah. He's going to finish it. Amen. So good. Yeah, that is good. And uh, Billy talks about passing the baton too early. Yeah. For, when he's talking to the older people in the church, he's like, don't pass that too early. And I, he has gotten several people that walked up and, wow, I needed to hear that. Yeah. Because so many times people think... Okay, well, I'm 60 now. I'm, you know, yeah. I'm 70. That is young. That's true. <laughs> that is true. That's true. That is true. Yeah. Well, when you think of the men of old that lived to, to seven, eight, nine hundred years old, oh, yeah. that's pretty young. 80, 80 years old wow. is pretty young. They're just getting started. <laughs> exactly. We're babies. That's right. <laughs> exactly. So, Jody, wow. we wanted to ask you um, just to say a few words to maybe somebody that's listening out there today, and maybe it's a woman, maybe it's a mom, maybe it's a man, whoever. Yeah. Maybe they're yeah. in a, a similar situation, or maybe they're just going through a hard time, and um, they just need a word of encouragement. What would you say to that person? And if you don't care, um, after you say that, just kind of close us out in a word of prayer. Okay. Um, I would say... Don't give up hope. Yeah. Hope is such a powerful thing. Um, and um, get in the word. The word strengthens you. When there is, when you don't fill yourself up with the word, you feel, I feel at my worst when I'm not in the word. Mm-hmm. Fill yourself up with the word and that will give you so much hope and um and help others help others achieve what you want to achieve when you there's something about helping other people that when you do that god helps you um and and always uh, find a good church um it, i can't tell you if we did not have a good church family church family is so powerful um, find a good church, um, get in the word, help others, and um, and always just, I even though if you feel like you're going nowhere, get every day as a new day. So get up going, okay, I don't care. That happened yesterday. That is in my past. I'm moving forward today. Mm. Don't let your past hold you back. Yeah from today and moving forward um and pray if you if you do have um you know a a child a mother whoever going through things pray for them um even though it may be a situation to where uh you you can't be right there with them um pray for them that is uh that is a powerful thing to do. And if that's your child, 
uh, if that's your someone you're connected to, that's powerful when you pray for them um, and believe that you receive it when you pray for it. So I'm believing in Jesus' name that my children, that my daughter gets off drugs or my son gets off drugs. Pray for them continually. Um, and don't let what you're seeing mess with your mind. Um, and, um, but let me go ahead and uh, close in a word of prayer. Father, in Jesus' name, I know that someone that is hearing my voice right now needs you, needs the word. Father, I just thank you and praise you that you send them, Father, someone that they can uh, learn from. Send them, show them the right church to go to in Jesus' name. And uh, I just thank you and praise you that whatever needs in Jesus' name needs to be met, meet those needs for them today in Jesus' name. I thank you and praise you for that. Amen. Amen. Awesome. So awesome. The testimony that you gave, and I know you could go on uh, forever, and there's so many details. Um, oh, yes. But that's, it that's is so the, powerful. I mean, just what, you, what you've what you said is, I know, is going to touch someone and already oh, yeah. is. For sure. It's but, touched us. <laughs> yeah. So awesome. We've been having so We've been having church up in here we uh, silently. Oh. We've been... <laughs> Just been That's <laughs> awesome, but uh, really, um, if you could interview that lady from Wisconsin, oh my goodness, that would be amazing. That yeah, would definitely be send us her info. Story. Yeah. I will absolutely send you her yeah. info. And I'm just like that. So touched me um, because here she had, you know, spent time in prison and all that. And when most people are in a nursing home are, you know what I'm saying? They can isolate themselves. Here she is in a house taking care of nine women and their children. Wow. Wow. She's a strong woman. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. is a strong woman. That is awesome. That is awesome. So thank you so much for um, allowing me to be on your podcast. And I'm just believing big things for you all. Thank you. Thank you. We really appreciate that, uh, you taking the time and sharing your testimony. And hopefully we'll have you and Billy on maybe together sometime. That That would would be be fun. Hey, that sounds good. Yeah. uh, Yeah. But uh, how can uh, someone connect with you if they want to maybe grab your book or they want to know more about you? How can they connect with you? Okay, my um, my website is jodyballinger.com, J-O-D-I-E, Ballinger, B as in boy, A-L-L-E-N-G-E-R, um, dot com. My, uh, you can purchase my book there, and um, it also has on there, uh, if you would like uh, us to come and speak or anything, you could go to that website. Okay. Um and then uh, Billy's website, my husband, is breakthegray.com, okay. B-R-E-A-K, breakthegray, G-R-E-Y. Um, and then my book is also available at most online retailers. Awesome. Awesome. And we'll be sure and link all those websites in our show notes below. Awesome. Yes. yes. So cool. Thank you so much. Well, yeah. You guys have a great day. Thank you. Too. We Thank love you again, you Jody. And we'll talk oh, to you soon. Thank you. Love you too. Bye. Okay. See ya. Right, bye-bye.
Thanks again for tuning in, and if you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with your family and friends so that we can get the truth out. Have a great day.